When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark. There's Charles W. Chuck Bryant. That makes this Stuff You Should Know. Jerry's back there. We're all set. Got our mics. Got the dinosaur. What's this dinosaur's name? Frank? The chair's uncle is here his 97 year old uncle who's um, in the olympics yeah. uncle merle the frank the chair his uncle merle is the dinosaur oh i was talking about the chair you're sitting in is that a nameless oh chair? yeah God, this isn't frank is it no Jeez. frank's on set at our tv show that we're shooting <laughs> unfortunately we have a tv show we're making <laughs> is it set in uh yeah it's set in that i had to sit in that stupid chair for 60 hours a couple weeks ago yeah it's hilarious yeah they followed us there i know uh, okay, so this is Uncle Merle the Dinosaur, the Stegosaurus, I believe. Uh, sure. It's like a Stegosaurus crossed with a Sharpei. Look at all those wrinkles. Yeah, uh, man. Weird. That's about it. All right. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us. <laughs> hey, buddy, if yeah. you don't mind if I plug my Movember page real quick. Please do. I am growing a mustache mm-hmm. uh, this month for Movember for, uh, for cancer research. Yeah. Specifically, uh... Male prostate cancer research. That's right. And you can donate to my team, which would be pretty cool because, you know, you get a free podcast and it'd be nice to throw a little money toward cancer research Yeah, in Chuck's the name of being, my stash. Chuck's being nice here. Give him some money. He's growing out <laughs> facial hair to help a, a, a charitable organization engage in really important scientific research. That's right. And you can go to mobro.co slash Charles Bryant, uh-huh. and that is my page, or... Just go to the Movember site, type in Charles Bryan in the search bar, and look for the picture of me. There's only a couple of us out there. Chuck's wearing a red shirt. That's right. Yeah. Um, so uh, what is that again? That's mobro.co slash Charles Bryant. Yes. Thank you in advance. Yeah. That's nice, Chuck. All right. Let's get to it. Chuck, you selected this one. I did. How do you feel? <laughs> it sounded a lot cooler. Yeah. We're talking about <laughs> holographic environments. Yeah. And you hear that and you think, man. Star Trek. Yeah. It's come to life. So I, I wanted to make sure I knew what I was talking about, and I went and looked up the holodeck. Yeah. And it's apparently just from the next generation. Like, it wasn't, like, original. Oh, really? I didn't see anything. I even looked on a Star Trek wiki, and the, it's it seemed to indicate the first... I'm so nervous right now. Well, let's say this. We'll find out one way or the other right. very quickly. But it, it seemed to indicate, from my cursory research, yeah. that the holodeck was a, uh, a feature on the Enterprise from the 2360s, e.g., 
or IE, the uh, next generation. All right. So are you, what was the holodeck? Have you seen it? Are you familiar? Uh, you Star Trek at all? No, I wasn't a Star Trek guy. Me neither. It just kind of got past me. But have you seen it? Did you Did you see it? Yeah. Okay. It's cool. You know, it is a projection, a holographic projection room. And it basically, you know, is what you would think. You know, remember in Star Wars, which I am a fan of, when uh, R2-D2 spit out the little holographic image of Princess Leia. Right. Rendering her message. Yeah. Um, imagine a room of life-size people doing that as if you're interacting. Yes, that's a very important key. Yeah. Um, because what we're talking about is not just a 3D projection like Star Wars clunked along with. Yeah. But we're talking about the Star Trek holographic environment where you can move around and you get a 360 degree view and you can shake hands and maybe uh, have a, a cocktail or play a trombone or something with someone else in a virtual environment. But you yeah. can interact. Like you don't like when you walk around the backside of somebody, it's not you're not getting in the way of the, the projector. Can I read a, a line from the article? Yes. Eventually, <clears throat> you will even be able to hug other people using this technology. <laughs> I saw that. They should have put hug in quotes. Yeah, because, sure, because it's not a hug. No. They're not really there. Oh, I I meant, I thought that they were talking about, like, having virtual sex. Of course it's going to go to virtual sex. It's going to be the first thing that they come up with. <laughs> That's what everybody at Microsoft is working on right now, I'm quite sure. You'll make a trillion dollars. <laughs> It's like, uh, was it Total Recall? Uh, yeah. Where you, you had the uh, 3D ex- or uh, virtual reality experiences. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure it's been in other stuff, too, I'm not thinking of. Like Total Recall, the remake. Yeah. That was the other thing I was thinking of. <laughs> All but, right. What we're talking about is teleimmersion. Right. That's right. the real name for it. Yes. It's not the holodeck. Uh, and it right now is mainly being um, developed for a few different things, uh, potentially video game use. Hugging. Hugging your family members at Christmas. Yeah. If you can't be there. I thought that was a nice one. Sure. Um, but mainly for uh, something that's not quite as exciting, video conferencing. <laughs> right. Which yeah. we've seen like the pinnacle of video conferencing right now. I think so. And The um, Tanberg system. Yeah. Man, they owe us a, a couple bucks. Yeah. We've plugged them like heavily. Well, I mean, it's amazing technology. It is, but it's it just like nothing compared to... Teleimmersion, yeah, the and goal of teleimmersion. True, and this article is is got to be outdated because it's laughably out of date. Because uh, after witnessing the Tanberg in use, which basically feels like you're sitting in a room, you know, it's HD. Mm-hmm. It's not like a hologram or 3D or anything. Right. But it's really good, and it feels like you're sitting in a room with someone. Mm-hmm. There's no lag. There's no stuttering. Yeah. And this article talks about like these days, you know, there's some stuttering and flickering when you try to teleconference. Right. <laughs> they figured that all out. They did. Um, they also, this not article. Skype, you know. This article also, no, it's not. No. Which I mean, like, it's kind of, I think, where the teleimmersion was at when this article was written. Yeah, although where Skype, we're at with, like, Skype, Skype is pretty decent now. Right. You know? But the, the, the author, Kevin Bonzer, makes a point, like, if you walk out of the way of the webcam, nobody can see you any longer. Sure. If you are, um, like, when you're looking at the computer screen, the webcam's getting your eyes, but you're not making eye contact. Like nobody thinks to do that. Yeah, that's all. This stuff just kind of goes away with teleimmersion, um, because you have a webcam that's tracking your eyes to see where you're where you're looking at. That's a big part of it. Yeah, facial recognition helps with that too, and then also 
there, there's a camera array. It's not just one webcam pointing at you. You're, there's cameras around you. They're pretty much 360 degrees, so they're capturing everything you're doing. So you can't leave the the view of the other person. Yeah, you'd have to go into a different room, and then, <clears throat> why? You know, what's the point? Just hang up. Your call is over right. at that point. Unless you uh, just have to like pee real quick. Well, You're true. like, hold on. <laughs> I'll be right back. Um, one thing that's in the way right now, I mean, they made a lot of headway that this article points out in 2000, 12 <laughs> years ago, is when they made their first big breakthrough um, at uh, the National Tele-Immersion Initiative. Yes. Working together, uh, Chapel Hill, looks like, North Carolina. Did you look up this group? Are they still around? Their website's still around, but <laughs> they they reached their pinnacle in May 2000. Oh, really? Like, is it MySpacey? Oh, man, yeah, yeah, it is. And it's like, what we're doing, 1997, 1998, 1999, 2000, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. All right, well, at the time, it was a big breakthrough because it was the first time they were able to see uh, three-dimensional uh, holographic images of like colleagues in different cities. Yeah. All sitting in the same room. Right. And it was a big deal. Yeah, and that's we should also say like the point of teleimmersion is basically to create say if you want to uh telecommute and you have a conference. Yeah. Uh rather than everybody flying to the conference room, you have a virtual conference room set up. Yeah. To where everybody basically projects himself into this shared space, this shared room that you can get up and move around and see yeah. from different angles and um each user is depicted 360 degrees. So it it is a sort of telepresence is what they call it. Yeah, and it's sort of a green initiative, too. You could look at it that way. Yeah. Save a lot on uh, jet fuel and commuting costs and sure. things like that. There's some huge challenges to this. There were back in 2000, and it's um, a lot of them are still around. One of them is the kind of bandwidth that we will need. Yeah. Because I think uh, it's said to, for the frame to refresh itself um at 10, or the screen to refresh itself, or the projection yeah. to refresh at 10 frames a second, that'd be seamless. Yeah. But it was hitting at like three back in 2000. I, I wonder what it's at now. I'm sure that we can do that now, but the problem is, is um, transmitting that data right. is problematic. It eats so, up a lot of bandwidth. Yeah, so you're talking about two things. A, uh, computers that are way more juiced than they are now, yeah. even now, Yeah. and you're talking about an internet um, talking about Internet 2, basically. Yeah, now that's still going on. Right. It's um, basically this initiative by uh, a bunch of universities around the country to wire the U.S. at speeds that are just blistering fast compared to what we've got now. Yeah, up to a 1,000 times faster. That's really, really fast. Yeah. Um, they also have uh, enormous storage capabilities. And I saw that one of the things that they're doing is using this to move out to underserved areas of the country. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not just like just it's not just for New York or right, right. San Francisco. It's oh, that's like, cool. Yeah, it's for North Dakota. Why can't North Dakota get online finally? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but true. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, we're here to tell you about Viator, a tool that you can use to plan and book travel experiences around the world. That's right. The Viator app and website make it easy to explore 300,000 plus travel experiences so you can discover what's out there no matter where you're traveling or what you're interested in. Yep. Viator can help you plan better travel experiences. 
300,000 plus travel experiences to choose from means you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. That's right. You can also enjoy real traveler reviews to get insider information from people who've already been on the experience that you're considering. Plus, you get free cancellation that helps you plan for the unexpected. Yeah. And Viator offers 24-7 customer service, so you know you'll get support at any hour if things aren't going as planned. So download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find the perfect travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey there, are you thirsty? Well, before you take a sip, have you stopped to think about what's in your water? Many conventional bottled waters contain PFAS, harmful substances known as forever chemicals. But you can drink water as clean as nature intended. Richard's rainwater collects 100% pure, refreshing drops of rain. Yes, it really is rain, everybody. This rain is caught clean before it hits the ground or becomes polluted with pesticides and contaminants commonly found in groundwater. Yep, Richard's rainwater is naturally pure with no need for harsh chemicals or additives. That means no added fluoride, no chlorine, no forever chemicals, no microplastics, no nothing. And you can enjoy the clean taste of Richard's still rainwater and the long-lasting cold-pressured bubbles of Richard's sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And we even have a special offer, don't we, Josh? Yeah, text STUFF to 251292887 and you'll get $2 off a 12-pack case of Richard's rainwater. Sip the sky. You also have... um uh, well, just basically tracking somebody, which Microsoft has done a lot to get past. Are you talking about that new thing, the Hollow Desk? Yes. Yeah, I just found this today. Did you look at that? The yeah. video? Yeah. It's pretty cool. It is. Uh, Microsoft is developing something, and this is current, <clears throat> um, called the Hollow Desk, and um, uses an overhead screen to project a two D two D image through a half silvered beam splitter. Onto a desktop. Basically, what it looks like is, um, it looks like you're working on a desk with a screen between you and the desk, like a see-through clear screen. Yeah, yeah. So if you look below that screen, you're just going to see your hands doing right. nothing. If you look through that screen, you're going to see holographic images. In this case, they were like little glowing balls that you could pick up yeah. and juggle, and you could pick it up with a piece of paper. Yeah, you could put it in a coffee cup and swirl it around. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, that's. Huge. That's hugely different. Yeah. Than anything that this article was talking about, or anything we thought of before, because, like, you're interacting with a virtual environment. It's reacting to you. I mean, yeah, super advanced, and it was like you could tell, looking at it, it's like the pong of what it will be one yeah. day. You know. Yeah. Because it's it's kind of jittery. It's um, the edges aren't clear. Right. You can when you're holding one of those balls, you can still see your fingers through on the other side. Yeah. But. Like there's a virtual ball and you're picking it up and like throwing it from hand to hand, yeah. And it's it's reacting to you like it's there, but it's not there. And that, that I mean that's an enormous leap forward. It's pretty wicked. Um, right now, it's a research project, so they're not gonna like roll this out anytime soon. Right. But the stuff you see in movies of the future, where like a surgeon will take a model of a heart and you know a right. holographic model and move it around with his hand or something mm-hmm. like that's coming down the pike at some point right um t- training surgeons is one application training soldiers is another yeah um when i was doing the research in the article for ptsd which we need to do eventually 
I know. It's just going to be, like, there's a lot to it. It is. It's and pretty daunting. We have that source who, like, keeps sending us, like, yeah. research, up-to-the-date research. I know. Um, and, yeah, we need to do it. Anyway, um, I found that one way that they were trying to prevent PTSD later on was immersing soldiers in, like, basically what they were going to see. Like, dead bodies. Oh, beforehand? Mangled, just horrible stuff. Yeah, beforehand uh-huh. as part of their training. Interesting. But it looked a lot like a current video game now. Right. Which is good, but it's not really lifelike. If you could nail this and have somebody immersed in it, then all of a sudden, like, they're going to see what they're going to experience, and maybe it's kind of like easing them into it a little bit to prevent PTSD further down the road. Interesting. So, like, desensitizing them beforehand? Right. Boy, that'd have to be pretty real, though. Yeah. I imagine even the realist projection, when you still see the real thing, it's like, I don't know. I imagine that's still pretty bad. Yeah. Sure, it's like missing something. It's like interacting with a robot. Is, yeah. It's missing something. Even the greatest robot is missing but something. But it could help. Yeah, it could maybe prime your brain to see the real thing. At the very least, even if it doesn't work to prevent PTSD, they'll make a uh, lot, a lot of money making video games like that, like using it as a straight-up video game. And I think that's one of the big goals of tele-immersion yeah. is to create a virtual world that you are interacting with like look at the microsoft connect the little yeah. uh, bar that tracks your movements so now you can like dance and like the little avatar on the screen is making your movements right you've yeah. been to the mall and seen people doing this right yeah i think so i know what you're talking about uh, so uh, have you seen like people just dancing in the middle of the mall in front of a tv screen no but is it like we fit very much so okay um but i think microsoft is the one who really had the breakthrough with this connect gotcha um so they, they've got that. They've got tracking human motion down. Yeah. Now all they have to do is make it so that you're not looking at a screen. You're in the screen. Yeah. That's the tele-immersion part. Yeah. And the whole um, hubbub we were talking about with being able to hug something or with the holodeck with Microsoft, like you're, you're juggling these invisible balls, these holographic balls, but mm-hmm. you can't feel them. Um, but with something called haptics. Yeah. Haptic sensors? Yeah, that's a big one. Potentially, you might be able to at least replicate some of this. Um, it is uh, tactile feedback technology. So if you ever played like PS3, now they have the, the uh, vibrating uh, controllers. Yeah, that's one. So like when you get shot or you shoot a guy or something in a first-person shooter, it like vibrates. Right. They also have them so that like you can you get little shocks to stimulate your sense of touch. Really? To stimulate pressure, temperature change, and basically just screw with your brain. Huh. Um, so that, it, yeah, then that all of a sudden now hugging would be. Right. Virtual hugging is like, that's, I, I guess that would be the holy grail. But it still needs to be something physical. So wouldn't you have to like wear some sort of a suit <clears throat> that's wired to like yeah. compress like arms around you or sure. something? Yeah. Hmm. But I mean, like we're almost there. Yeah. And and I I don't even know if you would have to wear... I mean, a suit would probably be helpful, but I'll bet there's little, like, patches of your skin where if you're wired into that and you electrocute those, you could simulate, like, your whole arm feeling a sensation rather than just that finger that has that electrode array on it. So you're talking about plugging in. Very much so. Yeah. And that's the haptic part of it. And I think we're already starting to get there. Like, some of the some smartphones Uh have, like, this, this haptic effector is what it's called. A haptic sensor senses you squeezing something. Right. And the haptic effector would be the array on the person's arm that simulated the pressure of that squeeze. Right, right. In between, you have a lot of information being measured 
and crunched and transmitted. Yeah. Because, you know, how much pressure are you applying? Yeah. Like, are you trying to hurt the person? Like, that, all that has to be tracked and then sent and, and sent out to the effector, which, yeah. which replicates it. Well, you want it to be exact. Right. Otherwise, it's just clumsy. Sure. Or it hurts. <laughs> Good point. It's like, stop squeezing so hard. <laughs> I'm not. It's the machine. You always say that. I know. Uh, the two-pack hologram? Yeah. Um, I looked up, actually, the, the NPR did a great story on how that was done. But I think I should just read real quickly what one of the designers, um, he sort of explains it by saying sort of a lot. Yeah. He's one of those guys. Uh-huh. Uh, he said, there's an overhead projector that sort of reflects down onto basically a tilted piece of glass that's sort of on the stage floor. Then uh, that reflects the, well, reflection onto a Mylar sort of screen, and it sort of projects in this sort of 3D kind of thing where it allows the other performers to sort of walk in front of Tupac and basically interact with him. Yeah. And he said sort of literally like six times yeah, in that one sentence. Yeah. But that's a pretty uh, basic way of explaining how a hologram works. Yeah. But we have a really detailed article on that if we ever feel squirrely. Holograms? Yeah, Tracy wrote it, and it's... I tried to read it today, and it flew way over my head. Yeah. So it's going to require some more effort. That and blood is going to require, like, a lot of effort. That we should, that should be our last podcast ever. Blood? Yeah. Blood? And then we should just, like, at the same time, cut each other's jugulars <laughs> and bleed out on camera. <laughs> just end it. You got anything else? Oh, tele-immersion is still going on. Yeah. Um, at Berkeley. Berkeley has a big tele-immersion lab. Oh, really? UC Berkeley. That figures. Not the music school. Same school though. <clears throat> Berkeley School of Music. That's at um. That's like in Massachusetts. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Massachusetts. Yeah, I think it's around Boston. I feel like a dummy now. Oh, it's okay, man. And it's not related to Berkeley in California at all. I don't believe so. Oh well. It's all right. Sometimes you swing and miss. <laughs> <laughs> but you look good doing it. I appreciate it. Um, can we be done talking about this? I think so. Look for um. Realistic holographic uh, video conferencing in an office near you in the future. In seven years. Your boss in Japan will be hugging you <laughs> just because he can. Yeah. Hey there, are you thirsty? Well, before you take a sip, have you stopped to think about what's in your water? Many conventional bottled waters contain PFAS, harmful substances known as forever chemicals. But you can drink water as clean as nature intended. Richard's rainwater collects 100% pure, refreshing drops of rain. Yes, it really is rain, everybody. This rain is caught clean before it hits the ground or becomes polluted with pesticides and contaminants commonly found in groundwater. Yep, Richard's rainwater is naturally pure with no need for harsh chemicals or additives. That means no added fluoride, no chlorine, no forever chemicals, no microplastics, no nothing. And you can enjoy the clean taste of Richard's still rainwater and the long-lasting cold-pressured bubbles of Richard's sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And we even have a special offer, don't we, Josh? Yeah, text STUFF to 2512-928887, and you'll get $2 off a 12-pack case of Richard's rainwater. Sip the sky. All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. 
I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! All right. Well, if you want to learn more about virtual uh, environments or holographs or holodecks, you can type any of those words into the search bar at HowStuffWorks.com. See what comes up. Spin the uh, wheel. Take your chances and then just read them all. There you go. Uh, I said search bar. Yes. So do it. Uh, Josh, I'm going to call this uh, email from our old buddy Lance Spangler. Oh, remember him? No. He was. Um, he's in the military. Okay. Yes. He used to write us all the time. Yes, I remember. Did uh, we get hats from him? I don't remember. I think our, uh, our traditional Afghani tribal hats. Oh, was that from him? I believe so. Wow. If not, it. we're going to hear about it. Uh, Josh and Chuck and your production assistant, who, I know he's not talking about Jerry, I think he thinks we actually have, like, a team working for us, which is funny in itself. It is. We've got Uncle Merle, the Stegosaurus, Sharpe. I always crack up when people email me, and they're like, whoever uh, answers these for Josh and Chuck. Right. Like, yeah, I wish. It's us. Um, I first discovered y'all while working in uh, Iraq several years ago, and continue to listen to everything you do. Um, You even sent me some stickers and two t-shirts back then. Uh, the stickers are no doubt still stuck to a number of buildings from Baghdad to Kuwait. <laughs> I love awesome. that. Yeah. Uh, you missed one testing method, however, in your nuclear devices in your most recent podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, remember we talked about uh, underground, mm-hmm. outer space, and what? In the water? In the ocean? Water, water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is currently the world's fastest computer located in California mm-hmm. has been contracted by the DOE and DOD to run simulations on uh, each device's output, real life, versus the estimated design output. Uh, the computer is powerful enough that it models the simulators at the subatomic level. Each subatomic particle from beginning to end is represented. That is crazy. Isn't it? Uh, because our nuclear arsenal is aging, uh, some weapons are 25-plus years old. That is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, in any number of treaty restrictions, uh, these simulations are the perfect way to test a device without any nuclear fallout. Even more interesting, these simulations have uncovered some surprises... Some good, others not so good. I guess he's going to keep those private. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, But lest you think this computer is just a mushroom cloud in disguise, they're also modeling the human heart at the cellular level. Um, Each individual cell, that is, to determine the effects of various drugs and diseases. Uh, All in all, keep up the great work in what you're doing. And as an old television producer, knock them dead with a new TV show. Thank you. Uh, What an interesting project to be a part of, and with the kind of brand awareness... And the following you have, it's sure to be a success. And that is from our old buddy Lance Spangler in Castle Rock, Colorado. Who hopefully um, knocked on wood with that last sentence. We're knocking now, just in case. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, Lance. Yep. I, I, don't, I don't know if he's the one who sent us the hats or not. I, well, I definitely remember that we sent him uh, stickers and shirts. Yep. And now they're in Baghdad. And I believe he might have sent a picture back. Of them wearing the shirts, yeah, but that might have been another guy, right? We have, but then we have another guy who's taking, who, who took pictures of the Flintstone amusement park in Baghdad. 
Oh, yeah. He, I think he was the one who sent us the hat. That was awesome. Well, hat, we hats off to all our military listeners. Afghani hats off. Yep. Uh, let's see. If you have a correction or, uh, like Lance had, just a, um, I guess, a, a mind-blowing uh, addition. A, yes. Thank you, Chuck, because I was really <laughs> having trouble there. Um, you can tweet it to us at SYSK Podcast. You can join us on Facebook.com slash Stuff You Should Know. You can also send us an email to stuffpodcast at discovery.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Are you thirsty? Well, Richard's rainwater is caught clean before it even hits the ground. Rain is naturally pure, so there's no need for harsh chemicals or additives. Richard's rainwater contains no chlorine, no forever chemicals, no microplastics, no nothing. Enjoy the smooth, clean taste of still rainwater or the cold-pressured bubbles of sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And for a coupon, text STUFF to 251-292-8887 and receive $2 off a 12-pack case of Richard's Rainwater. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.